So not too long ago, I held this workshop at WPPI where I gave my top 30 creative strategies to get photography clients as fast as possible without paid ads. And it killed it. It sold out. It was incredible. I've been sitting on it for a little while and I've decided to bring it back, to bring it back and to give it directly to you. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to pay anything either. I just want to help you grow your business each day for three days. I'm going to share with you 10 ultra unique creative ways to attract dream clients to your photography business without spending a bunch of money. I'm calling this thing the three day client blitz and it is pure gold for three days. I'm going to give you so many creative ideas to get clients in your business right now. Just go to sixfigurephotography.com forward slash blitz six S I X six figure your photography.com forward slash blitz b l i t z i can't wait to give you some incredible ideas you're listening to the six figure photography podcast with ben hartley where you get the positive energy you need to help you grow your business your relationships and your mindset if you need the show notes or want to check out the latest blog post visit sixfigurephotography.com Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Six Figure Photography Podcast. My name is Ben Hartley, helping you guys grow your business by interviewing other amazing uh, experts who've been in your shoes. They've done they've done this thing. They're, they've done what you're what you're working on building. Or they're I mean, I think like many of us, we're always in the process. We're always continuing uh, to improve. And so I'm really grateful that you guys are here. Before we dive in on uh, today's conversation around real estate photography, uh, I want to take a moment um, to invite you guys over to another opportunity just to continue to go all in on growing our business. So so many of you know about the podcast. <laughs> Clearly, you're listening to it. Oh, I'm so smart. And uh, and it's great. You know, you get to hear me. You get to hear this conversation that I'm about to have with, with Daryl. Um, you tune in every week. It's fantastic. However, one of the things that's missing with the podcast is a two-way street, is the interaction is me hearing from you. And so I want to invite you guys to come over to my mastermind group. It's on Facebook and it's a completely free space, but Monday through Friday, so five days a week at 3 PM, I hop into that group and I, I produce a live video. And the really cool thing about that is in a live video, Hey, you get to see me <laughs> if you want to, you can just hide your phone and plug in your headphones. Um, but also you get to engage, you get to ask questions and have a conversation with me. And so I want to invite you guys over to that. It's a, it's a great space. It's where I hang out. And then a couple times a month, there are workshops in that community, free workshops for you guys. I just recently did a workshop on how to eliminate getting ghosted. I've done workshops on how to price and book small weddings and elopements. Did another workshop on how I've mastered Instagram. And so really want to encourage you guys to go check out those workshops. They're still in the group in the units tab. You can get access to it by going to sixfigurephotography.com forward slash work um, forward slash mastermind. There it is. Um, and it's SIX, by the way, six SIX, sixfigurephotography.com forward slash mastermind. I can't wait to see you guys there. Well, listen, uh, today, um, today I'm really excited because, you know, I'm a wedding photographer. You guys know this. Uh, I focus up on, on the wedding portrait space. 
But there's a lot of people within this community that, uh, who listen to the podcast, who are a part of my mastermind group, who are real estate photographers. And so it was really exciting to me when Daryl Glade reached out uh, and I got a chance to see what he's up to, see just how much of an expert he is in this niche and, and to bring him to you guys. So let me tell you a little bit about Daryl. Uh, he holds an MBA and a JD from uh, Loyola University, New Orleans. He's going to have to correct me on that one if I butchered it. Uh, uh, he was a top real, uh, realtor in Louisiana for 10 years, uh, realizing uh, the great need realtors have for professional listing photography. He co-founded Emoto Photo just about 10 years ago, a little less, 2011, to serve an unmet need across the United States. And so Emoto, it quickly grew into uh, an, a, a national industry leader. And Daryl became a founding member of the National Association of Real Estate Photographers. N-A-R-E-P. I don't know if he ever refers to that. <laughs> refers to it as such, but the National Association of real estate photographers. Um, and then, you know, just as a thought leader and innovator in this industry, Dale realized the need of realtors and photographers, their needs were changing. And so to address this, he co-founded this other thing called Rocket Photo. It's an online marketplace that, that serves to connect realtors with photographers. Now, I got so many questions for Daryl about real estate photography, the the validity of it, the, the opportunity that's there. I've got all these ideas, all these things that I've made up about real estate photography. And so I'm going to check in with Daryl here and see if what I've made up about real estate photography is true or if I'm completely off base. Daryl Glade, welcome to the show. Thanks so much. Yeah, man. Dude, where, so where are you out of right now? Are you still in New Orleans? Yeah, born and raised. Uh, went away for school and some work and ended up back here for my MBA and uh, just, just love being in New Orleans. That's awesome, man. I've got a, a couple of friends out in New Orleans. Uh, shout out to Jamie and Heather Schneider. Well, I, I guess I should say this. They used to be out in New Orleans, mm -hmm. but they still make their way back there to, to photograph some weddings. Uh, Dark Rue is their brand. Oh, yeah. Check them out. If you, do you know Dark Rue? I think I've heard the name. Yeah, they're, they're, they 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 kind of own the market over there, even though they don't even live there anymore. They, yeah. But they still go back. So, how bad did I butcher your university? I, I said uh, Loyola. Yeah, yeah, Loyola. Oh, good. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Lynn, I was like, oh man, here we go. Everyone's <laughs> gonna learn I was homeschooled. Okay. <laughs> oh my goodness, um, Daryl. So I want to jump right in and and, and kind of tackle some of these initial. I'm gonna. I'm going to call them judgments that I've had things. And I say judgments because they're things that I've made up about real estate photography. And, and as I ask these questions, I just want to acknowledge that, uh, that <laughs> I reiterate the making up and the judgment portion, <laughs> because I think I've, I, you know, I've met photographers who do real estate. I've seen I've been requested. I've been asked to to do some real estate real estate photography um, by my own realtor, you know, who I purchased my home from, mm -hmm. and and I've seen kind of the offers and the bids, and and so I feel like I've made up a whole lot of things, and I never really gave real estate photography um, uh, an in depth look, and so I, maybe one of my first questions that I would have, and again, this is not intended to be a jab or offensive in any way. I'm actually just looking to gain insight. Is 
can you actually make money in the real estate photography space? And I know that's just a BS question, but I, <laughs> I want to hear from you, Daryl, because I know you've pulled some things off. Yeah, no, no, the answer is no. Unfortunately, uh, I'm recording this from the <laughs> sidewalk right well, now. Well, Daryl, it's been great having you on the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, the answer is, is absolutely yes. Uh, it's a little bit of a different mindset than uh, some of the other niches in photography. And so you have to approach it a little differently, a little different in terms of expectations, uh, differences in how you run your business, that sort of thing. But absolutely. I mean, Emoto is one of the top companies in the, in the country. And so that's given me the opportunity to see what's going on around the country and around the world. And there are a lot of people making a lot of money doing real estate photography. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. I, I want to hear more about Emoto. So you started this thing in 2011, and 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 again, I understand that it, it grew to become like a, a a nationwide industry leader in real estate photography. And so, I guess I'm curious about this. Yeah. Um, a, I just love to understand a little bit more about Emoto, but also, it, were you doing real estate photography all around the country? Right, right now or back then? <laughs> <laughs> let's go. Let's let's rewind back to the Emoto founding days. I'm sure that life has changed up for you. Yeah, uh, yeah. So in in the early days, I was really just uh, a normal top realtor in Louisiana, in New Orleans, and I had a buddy of mine who was shooting my houses for me, my listings for me. And then at the same time, he knew that I had an MBA, sort of a business background. He had the photography background, and we became friends and started talking. He was given asking me questions about what he should be doing and how he can grow his business. At the same time, I became a little disillusioned on the real estate sales side. So I was looking for something else to do. And in fact, that's when I started my law program. And he and I ended up starting Emoto in between my second and third year of law school. And the idea was there's an opportunity here. Real estate agents need professional photography. This is when the switch from real estate agents that were keeping all of the data and the information on houses private so that it would force the potential buyer to go to that agent to get any data. Mm. The internet was in full force in 2011, 2012, and buyers were clamoring for all the data immediately on demand. And so that's when the need for really high-end, good-looking photography came about. And so we were having this idea that, hey, I know the backgrounds of what real estate agents want and the marketing needs they have. He knows photography. Maybe we can do something interesting. And we were seeing some of these other companies around the country doing it. And we said, let's let's take a shot. And so we started it in the between my second and third year of law school. And by the time my third year ended and I had passed the bar exam, Emoto was profitable. I, I'd never practiced law a day in my life. The most expensive education to turn into next to nothing that uh, most people can do. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Amazing. Yeah. And so, yeah, we just started off shooting locally. It was, I, I was actually not taking the pictures. I was running the business side of it. And Chris, uh, my business partner was taking the photos and very quickly we hired a couple independent contractor photographers and, uh, grew outside of new Orleans, then into Baton Rouge, then into the Mississippi Gulf coast and up to Atlanta and then just ex expanded from there. Yeah. And so then what I'm understanding is eventually you did expand Emoto to become a nationwide company. 
close to it. Uh, close to it. You know, we're not in every market, of course. It's hard to do. Uh, we're in a lot of markets around the country, without a doubt. I, I would say that maybe it's just a little, uh, a little more of a pat on the back, maybe a little bit of a stretch to say national. We're not in every state, but we're we're, we're certainly in, in many many major markets at this point. Okay, fantastic. I love it. <laughs> so, where does my where does the like I the way that I started this interview, you know, like the judgments that I have, the things that I've made up about real estate photography, where do you am I first off, am I an anomaly in that? No, absolutely. And not. if I'm not, where do you think that comes from? So it comes from the fact that unlike some of the other photography gigs like event photography, wedding photography, these other things where you can make a substantial amount of money on that one job. Real estate photography is like the complete opposite. You're not going to make a lot of money per job. And each job, you have to drive to the shoot. You have to deal with real estate agents. Uh, you then have to deal with editing and payment collection and photo delivery. And then you have to deal with complaints from the agent regarding XYZ. And in the end, on average, you're charging 150 bucks, sometimes 100 bucks, depending on what market you're in. So... That's really why I think a lot of people have this view that real estate photography is just more hassle than it's worth because you have limited experience, right? You know, you had you shot a wedding and the bride said, "Hey, we're selling my house. Can you come and shoot it?" Uh, the your competition's only doing it for a hundred bucks, so can you do it for a hundred bucks? And you're like, "Wait a second, for an hour or two hours worth of my time, I'm only going to make a hundred bucks?" No. Um, and so that mindset is absolutely typical uh, around the entire photography community. And that's sort of what my message is moving forward, that, that, that's, that while that may be true on an individual shoot basis, there's so much business out there that if you look at the combination of all the shoots you can do, you're actually going to be making, you, you have the opportunity to make a lot of money. And if you have the uh, systems in place, it's actually not that difficult and not that time consuming. It's actually a little less time consuming than shooting maybe a couple of uh, weddings over the weekend or something like that. Yeah. So, so let's maybe talk through a little bit of those opportunities. You know, it, it sounds like what you're saying is there's a bit of a uh, commoditization with real estate photography. It, even on that note, are there niches of the niche <laughs> are there niches of the niche of real estate photography where that's not true where where there is like a, a, you know uh, uh like like luxury real estate photography million dollar homes you know like uh is that is that a portion of the market there's certainly uh, divisions within real estate photography absolutely and i would say really it's just two one is Average listings up to high-end listings it would be one, and that's the one that I typically focus on. Uh, and then there's one that is just the extreme luxury, high-end, $15, 20000000 million listings mm. that is a very, very small part of the market. And the photographers that are handling that 
probably don't consider themselves real estate photographers. They probably put themselves in the architectural photographer mm. category. And, and that's a little bit different. And that's a little harder to get into and different sorts of requirements. And when you're doing that, you are charging big bucks. And it's much more similar to wedding style photography. It's a lot. You're not in and out of this listing. You're you're there for a day or maybe even two days. Interesting. Now, uh, when I've looked around at the market uh, and I've interacted with other people in my mastermind group who are, you know, in my mind, I've always considered them to be real estate photographers. But maybe as I'm talking with you, maybe they would consider themselves to be more architectural photographers. You know, I do see um, uh, a rise in in drone photography being used. And then I also see this this other thing that I know pretty much nothing about, Daryl. And I'm curious if you do, but like the 3D mapping. uh, like a live walkthrough essentially of a home, being able to produce something like that. Those two categories of production, getting into drones, aerials, and then like 3D mappings of a property, is is that stuff that you deal with or do you see that entering into more of like this architectural, uh, like like a different kind of class? Absolutely. We, We do those. Those are simply products in your tool chest. Mm. Uh, if if you're going to shoot drones and do th- these 3D home tours, interactive virtual tours type thing, you have to that that's going to be part of your tool chest basically. And the the thing is is that it's pretty difficult to be exclusively a drone photographer in real estate or exclusively a 3D tour provider like Matterport is is a brand name there because. Agents who are getting those products also need the normal still fought, still products. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. yeah, there are a couple of people that do the drone things, but if you want to be a complete service, then you're going to be offering those as products. You'll, you'll be doing photography. You'll be doing the drones, the videos, the 3D tours, floor plans, that sort of thing. It's awesome. Can you actually share a little bit more information? I, I like, I, I know that you're not personally involved and immensely into the creation side of things. But uh, if you can hang with the conversation on it, I know nothing about like the, like the 3d mapping side of thing, like the, th- the 360 cameras. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and do you mind kind of explaining a little bit about what that looks like? Does it require special equipment to produce those type of live walkthroughs? Yes, it, it does. And it, it has the extremes. Uh, if you go for the, the lowest, easiest sort of entry-level product. Zillow actually has a product out there that you can use your smartphone and follow their app that you download and create a 3D tour where the viewer can look up and look down, look around and tour the house by clicking the mouse. And it's absolutely free, which means as a photographer, you can offer that for sale and make 100% of the profit because Zillow is giving it to you for free. Now, of course, why are they doing that? They want the data and the information. And as a photographer, that's okay for the most part. And then it can go all the way up to Matterport. And Matterport, they while they do have a smartphone product, their, their main product is one where you have to buy their camera. And their camera is many thousands of dollars. It's like two or $3,000 that really only can be used for Matterport. And it's you, you set the camera up just like any 360 camera or your smartphone on a tripod and you hit a few buttons and you 
take uh, what was known as Panorama, basically. Mm-hmm. And then their software stitches all of the panoramas together, allowing the viewer to walk through. And these the, the nicer tours, you can actually use virtual reality goggles as the viewer and look up wow. and look down as if you're standing there. It's a pretty cool product. It is a bit time consuming to shoot. And the realtors, of course, are price sensitive. So some markets, it's taken off. Certainly in the, uh, the pandemic world, world we're living in now, those types of products have skyrocketed at, mm. from what they were even a year ago. And so, yeah, it's, it's, there is an investment. They do have mid-level products that you can buy a 360 camera that's five, six hundred dollars, thousand dollars, somewhere in there, and then use that and use uh, other types of software that helps stitch the product together. And I would say you you see pricing anywhere from a couple hundred dollars to to three or four hundred dollars for let's say an average size house is what photographers are are typically selling those for. Okay, awesome. All right, podcast listeners, we're going to take a quick pause here in order to give a thank you to the supporters of the SFP podcast, because if you're listening, it likely means that you have a small business or you know someone who does. And if this is you, you are wearing far too many hats. And some of these hats are amazing, right? Like being a photographer, but some like filing taxes, running payroll, not so great. This is where Gusto comes in. This is the solution, you guys. Gusto, G-U-S. T.O. Gusto makes payroll, taxes, HR actually easy for small businesses. I used to be on like an old school payroll processor from like 1982 and it was terrible. Gusto now has fast, simple payroll processing. Uh, This is the really cool thing. They automatically pay and file your federal, state, and local taxes so you don't have to worry about it. Um, They make like like W-2s, sending out 1099s, uh, incredibly easy to run. You guys, those old school clunky payroll providers, the one that I was on that I just left, uh, they just weren't built for the way that the small modern business uh, is meant to work, but Gusto is. You guys, no joke. I got really excited because I switched to Gusto before they contacted me uh, to come on as an advertiser. I'm like, this just makes sense. I actually use this thing. Um, The really cool thing too is everything is online, like the ability to sign, store, and organize all the employee documents. It's all online. It's all in one place. You guys, let Gusto wear one of your many hats. Uh, It gets better because for you podcast listeners, you get the first three months free when you run your first payroll. Try this demo out for yourself at gusto.com forward slash photo. That's gusto.com, G-U-S-T-O forward slash photo. Do you remember when you started your photography business? Like it was no small feat. It took late nights. It took early mornings. It took the occasional all-nighter. Bottom line, you've been insanely busy ever since. So why not make things a little bit easier? Uh, Our friends at FreshBooks, they have the solution. So FreshBooks is invoicing and accounting software, and it is designed specifically for small business owners, not like massive shops, small business owners. It is simple, it's intuitive, and it keeps you way more organized. Uh, well, then, uh, for me, it's it's like the bottom drawer of like my IKEA furniture, but maybe you're like the shoebox kind of person with the crumbled receipts. Either way, 
with FreshBooks, you create and send professional looking invoices in like 30 seconds tops, and then you get them paid two times faster with automated online payments. File expenses even quicker and keep them perfectly organized for tax time, which is my biggest downfall is that organization for tax time. And here's the best part with FreshBooks, it grows alongside your business. So you'll always have the tools you need when you need them without ever having to learn the ins and outs of accounting. So join the 24 million people who have used FreshBooks. There's a 30-day free trial. There's no catch. There's no credit card required. 30 days free. Go to freshbooks.com forward slash photography. Freshbooks.com forward slash photography and enter six-figure photography. And how did you hear about us? That's the little section there. How did you hear about us? Six-figure photography. You guys, at this point... Let's hop back to the show. Well, I like the way that you, you talk about that as just a product, like an add-on, something that, mm-hmm. that someone could could purchase uh, with with whatever else you know service you're offering. I, I'm interested, as soon as you started talking about Zelle having a, a free opportunity for it, you know, photographers are, are pretty used to there being free competitors <laughs> to just about everything. It's like I'm holding my iPhone right now and I'm like, oh man, I, everyone has this. Um, and so we're used to that, but I, I'm curious how this plays into the real estate photography that is, you know, very price sensitive. And I, maybe I should start by acknowledging this, Daryl, as price sensitive as the real estate photography is, world is, I don't necessarily believe that it's unique in that way. <laughs> right, I mean, I right. think just about every industry is oversaturated and, and price sensitive and, and there's going to be buyers at different levels. And so I guess I just want to acknowledge that. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah. To, you know, to an extent, but I'm curious how photographers within the real estate space can really help to navigate this commoditization. You know, just thinking again about Zelle, thinking about the photographers who who will, who will do this for next to nothing. How, how do they navigate it? That is the message that I am discussing and presenting at this time. Exactly, that is. If photographers understand that real estate photography is becoming a commodity, then that will dictate how they can act and present their services. And if you acknowledge that, then you're going to be head and shoulders above a lot of your competition. And so with commodity, with a commodity, basically the end product is going to look in, in the mind, in the eyes of a buyer, in the eyes of a realtor, all the products are going to look the same. Everyone's photos are going to be edited nicely and be professional shot. Of course, the professionals, the insiders are going to say, yeah, this is much better than the others. But ultimately, the people using it, it's going to be able, you can swap one out for the other and they won't notice the difference. So that means the photographer has to approach it so that it's not just the product that's going to separate themselves. It's their business. It's themselves. It's their brand. It's their systems that they're using. How can they become more efficient? How can they do things effectively, easily uh, for uh, the lowest cost price uh, possible? Because ultimately, if there is commoditization in this market, it could be a race to the bottom in terms of price, and it's already sort of low. So if photographers are able to build the right systems and use the right uh, software, they can... 
price just won't matter to them because they're going to be making more of a profit margin and it'll be just like a um, factory. You know, they're just going to be pushing things out over and over and over again. And like I said, sort of earlier, it's a change in mindset. And if a photographer who's interested in real estate photography can acknowledge that their approach to this is a is a bit different than some of the other photography that they're doing, they can really knock this out of the park. Got it. It reminds me of, um, I believe is uh, the author is Michael Gerber, the E-Myth. Have you, have you read the E-Myth? No. Yeah, it's, it's a great book. Um, if you're, for any photographer listening who is kind of perking up at this idea of scaling something, is perking up at the idea of maybe like what Daryl's done here, where he's not necessarily the photographer at all these gigs, but he's kind of the operator. He's he's the business owner, and he's working with other photographers to, to bring this thing up. If that idea gets you excited, there's a book called um, The E-Myth. Uh, uh, E-Myth Revisited is his updated version of it. Um, and, and in that book, he talks all about what it looks like to actually build a business that can become like, uh, a turnkey solution business, a business that actually operates at scale that operates without you even like being in it. I think so many photographers, Daryl, you nailed it. The mindset is I am my business. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And with the E-Myth, he talks about, well, what if you want to go on vacation? <laughs> right. What if you want to sell that business? What, you know, what if, uh, what would that look like to actually have a business that serves you even when you're not actively doing everything in it? And so just to kind of give the listeners, um, uh, a book, you know, maybe to check out if this idea uh, is exciting to them. Um, so, is this then where Rocket Photo kind of came into play as a way to really uh, serve um, this kind of change in the real estate industry? One hundred percent, one hundred percent, and really the sort of the what's it called the origin story for Rocket Photo was a, a couple of years ago. Me and the executive team for Emoto sat down for a meeting and said, hey, what are all the obstacles and issues that all of the stakeholders in our business are having? Let's just list them all out. What are all the complaints? So what are the complaints from Emoto's side? What are the complaints from the photographer side, the client side, everything? And what we realized was is that it's the business model itself that causes all of these issues that prevents us from solving them. Uh, and so what I mean by that is with Emoto, it is a pipeline business model. It's a typical service business. Uh, a client comes in, we take care of them, and then they go out the other side. Now, what we're seeing in just general business is an ad adoption of what's called the platform network business model. So Facebook, Amazon, all of these companies, even Apple, are what's called plat and Airbnb, Uber, platform network business models. So the company is the technology provider that connects more than one entity. So uh, two people or three people. And so with Rocket, so what we decided was, well, what if we simply connected the photographer straight to the agent and they had the relationship and sort of take the company out of it? And so it's, it's a little subtle of a difference, but ultimately what we saw was that real estate agents want a personal connection with the photographer 
And that's hard to do with a company like Emoto because their relationship is with the company, not the photographer. Because you're outsourcing to, you know, you're contracting out, you know, different photography each time for different gigs. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And then at the same time, our photographers, the the photographers we have for Emoto are really like it, of course, because it fits their lifestyle. But what about the tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of other photographers that don't want to work for someone else, that want to remain independent and set their own prices and do their own thing? And so what about those people? Uh, maybe these are photographers that are shooting weddings and can't invest in the systems that it, real estate photography requires. So like perhaps outsourced editing, order management, photo delivery, things that are a little more uh, virtual tour creation. These are things that are a little more specific to real estate photography in, in terms of what the client is expecting. So we said, well, what if we created a rocket photo whereby it we give it we create a platform for all these individual photographers to start shooting real estate, to make a business out of it without having to invest in building these systems first. And then at the same time, the agent will be able to go and scroll through all the different prices and the different photographers, whoever fits their fancy, and are now able to work directly with a photographer. So, yeah, it's the, the whole idea is let's empower the photographer. Let's give them all the systems that Emoto has and let them go in a sense. And all right, well, if this really works and takes Emoto out of business, then great. We that means we succeeded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because what you're saying is Emoto is this large company. You've really operated it with the with the mindset of this is a business first because again you're you're not the photographer going out to all the jobs mm -hmm. and so you're working with contracting out all these different photographers and those photographers are probably the people who are listening to this podcast right now mm -hmm. and and maybe but you know maybe not maybe someone's listening to this that has a larger real estate you know firm that's that's sending out photographers to all these things but my guess is my guess is I got a hunch that most people listening are going to be photographers who are their business. They're out photographing some families, maybe some weddings, and they're doing real estate as well. Or maybe they're all in on real estate. That's cool. So um, so there is a difference then. There's a difference between what you've done with building this big brand of Emoto and then the individual photographers. And what you're saying is um, you're kind of equipping these individual photographers with the tools uh, to help them to kind of, uh, well, kind of, more or less, I'm going to say a phrase that probably isn't very liked, like churn and burn. It's like shoot and burn, if you will. It's like, hey, I'm going to shoot a gig, get it out there, connect with the next realtor and and kind of uh, produce more work. Is that accurate? I'm trying to restate what you said so I can be clear on it. Absolutely. And, and that's the biggest mind switch that people are going to have to have if they're interested in doing anything substantial with real estate photography. What I always say, and it it's a, it comes off a little harsh. It's not, you know, it's like one of these pithy sayings. It's not a hundred percent true kind of thing. But for real estate photographers, are not creating art. You're creating marketing materials to sell a house. I'm already. I'm. I just. I literally just felt. I just felt all the listeners who are <laughs> real estate photographers right now who 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 just got really upset. Like I just felt yeah. the like the blood rush to their face. Yeah, and, and <laughs> I absolutely get it. And and you know, some 
real estate photographers market themselves as an artistic taste take on photography or on real estate, that sort of thing. And, you know, obviously, obviously you're taking pictures, you're lining up the shot, you're getting creative. So I know this is a little extreme, but the whole point of saying that is to remind the photographer that that one shot that they're lining up, if you take 30 minutes to take one shot and you're only charging 150 bucks, you are not running a business that is sustainable that you're going to want to continue to do. So you do have to look at it as if, if you have to, using your term, churn and burn. That doesn't mean you need to be a jerk and not talk to the people and not create a relationship. But ultimately, there is a, a pattern that you can follow when you're shooting these houses. And in fact, real estate agents want that. They want the consistency in every one of their listings. They want the same look. They're creating their own brand. And mm-hmm. so you have to be reliable. And then what happens when your, your business grows and you do bring on one or two or three more photographers? Well, they're hiring your business. They're, they're going to want the same look no matter who the photographer is. And so you have to create these systems. And so you're taking some creativity out of it. But ultimately, yeah, you're taking a picture. <laughs> if you're not using your artistic expression, then you can't separate yourselves. But ultimately, you have to fall back on this efficiency idea and this automation idea if you want to be a six-figure real estate photographer. That makes sense, man. It, that, that that does make sense. Um, I, I held you to the fire there for a second. Yeah, you, <laughs> no, did, okay. you did well. But <laughs> so yeah. so then let's rewind for a second. Let's say that someone, you know, they're looking at their business right now and it's gotten hit hard um, because of COVID mm-hmm. um, and the world's changing a little bit and, and maybe it's just a season. Uh, maybe it's forever. I'm thinking it's just a season just to be clear. Um, however, they're looking to supplement their income. Maybe they're looking to, to pick up a few gigs um, with real estate. Right now, the, the market is, is pretty wild um, and there's an opportunity there to, to generate a little revenue. So if someone has never you know, done any real estate photography, uh, they've been in all the other niches, right? How might they get started into real estate photography? Yeah, uh, a couple of things I would say. First, go to YouTube and search real estate photography. There are plenty <laughs> of outstanding free tutorials from pretty good, very good photographers rather that tell you how to shoot a house. You you may think you know how to do it, but there are little tips and tricks in terms of like camera height and um if you're shooting HDR and what you want to do with windows and making sure the toilet seat is down, little small things that you may miss. Uh, it's not as simple as just hitting the button. And so watch a couple of those. Those are pretty easy and uh, you, you'll, you'll be an expert very quickly, <laughs> believe me. Uh, and then a couple other things I would say first, um, uh, sorry, it's going to be a couple of little plugs here, but go to rocketphoto.com and search your local address and see what else is out there and what people are charging. You can create a free profile and be up and running with a full real estate photography business within a matter of minutes. And the reason this is important is that if you go out and say you find a realtor, maybe you have a friend that's a real estate agent and you want to reach out to them and they're going to say, well, how do I place an order? And if you just say, well, email me, you're not going to look as professional as all of the other real estate photographers with websites and that sort of stuff. So just create a quick profile. It's free. It's no investment at all. And you can start running your orders through that so you can test it out. 
And so go do a couple of shoots, see if it's something you like. And Rocket Photo will take care of everything after that. Order management, payment collection, photo delivery, photo editing, if you want. You can, of course, do your own editing. But with Rocket Photo, we do have outsourced editing. And um, and then uh, my last shameless promotion is that I'm about to launch a Udemy class on the business of real estate photography. And so if you, the, the, I'll, I'll talk about the website later, I guess, but ultimately it's going to be a full ex- extensive class that will give you all the tools you need, all of the marketing research, all of the, the, the comparative analysis, all of the things you're going to want to do with social media marketing, all of the automation and all the systems you need to be successful. And the idea is, is that, all right, you can get started easily on Rocket Photo or any other competition website out there. But ultimately, if you want to make this your own business, you're going to want to build your own systems and get off of those third-party providers. And so the class is going to be, all right, take it a step further and not just use someone else's platform. What do you need to do to build the internal systems so you can build the next Emoto? It's awesome, man. That's cool. Shameless, pro- um, shameless plug. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, it, well, yeah, I get it. You know, sometimes it's if it's if it's a value, if it's free, if there's an opportunity there. So, um, so then once someone gets started, right? So they set up an account, they they get a couple gigs going, and you know the industry is it's it's dense, it's full. Yeah. Um, what can they do? to to start to separate themselves a little bit to start to stand out to differentiate um ultimately just to you know when when those prime listings um become available you know what can someone do to make sure that they are the first person to be contacted sure um number one is you have to approach this as a business. This is not a word of, well, it is a word of mouth business, but you can't limit it to that. You have to have the systems in place. You have to have your website, your marketing sites, because if, if an agent says, sees someone, some work you've done, and they're going to ask that other, that listing agent, your client, say, who, who shot this? And they're going to say your name, your business name, and then they're going to go Google it and do their own research. And so you have to look professional online. Real estate agents, don't want a wedding photographer as their photographer. They want want (laughs) a real estate photographer. Yeah. So I would suggest not necessarily using your existing website that highlights all of your other photography. Consider doing something that highlights just real estate photography. And so they know that this is what you do. Now, if you shoot weddings on the side, they, they don't really care about that. But if they have a lot of choices in your market, they're going to go with someone who looks like they're the full-time real estate photographer. So that would be sort of number one. And then number two is you have to be out there. Unfortunately, with COVID-19, the offices are not currently populated. So you can't just drive in and stop in and do a, a cold call knock on the door of an office. It's a little harder to do that these days. So you're going to have to use your ins all the real estate agents you know, contact them, get their advice on who to call. And then other than that, it's normal uh, business marketing. It's doing your research, finding out who are the top agents in your market. Can you reach them? Can you email them? Can you call them? Give them a free shoot or two so they can see how professional and uh, how professional you are and how good your photography is and land jobs like that. And then another thing that's a little insider note is a lot of these franchise real estate brokerages. So 
Keller Williams is one. Redfin is not. Sorry, I don't know why I said that. Keller Williams is one. Remax <laughs> is another. Uh, and so there, there's a couple of these that are uh, many of the large national brands are are franchises, and which means the offices are individually owned, and they have what's called uh, affiliate programs where on an annual basis, you can pay them 250 bucks up to $1,000, depending on what the office, the size of the office. And you can become an affiliate of that office and be their photographer. And that by paying to play in a sense, gives you access to that office. So if there's a big office of like, say 50, 50 agents, and you can spend a couple hundred dollars and be that photographer for that office, they'll give you the the roster of the agents, you'll be able to go out and market directly to them. They'll pass along your information. And that's a really quick and easy way, though it does cost some money to get your foot in the door with a smaller group of people. And one of my favorite uh, slogans is, if you market to everyone, you market to no one. And so by having that group of people that you know you can market to. And you're not just saying, I'm going after every real estate agent in town. You're going after those 50, 100, 200 people. You're going to have a much better chance of success and be a lot more efficient with your marketing. Yeah. Dude, I love that insider tip. That's gold. That's <laughs> awesome, man. Um, Daryl, this has been great. I, I, I've really enjoyed this conversation. Again, I, uh, I just have, I've, I've had so little, um, experience, um, in this niche. And so it's awesome to be able to talk with someone who's, uh, I mean, not only built, uh, not a nationwide brand, but, <laughs> <laughs> but a massive studio dedicated to real estate photography and then gone on, uh, and done so much within this space. And so, man, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for just helping me and to understand it more, to, to, to consider what it looks like. Um, uh, to, to grow in this space. Absolutely. Daryl, where can people learn more about what you're up to, uh, follow along, um, and, and, uh, and get more from you? Well, uh, rocketphoto.com. Absolutely there. And then, uh, I am on LinkedIn, so you can reach out to me there if you'd like. And then really the newest thing that I'm most excited about right this very second is, uh, my real estate photography business boot camp. It's uh, just bought the URL, actually. It's rephotographybusinessbootcamp.com. It's a mouthful, but it, it gets right to the point. And that's where we're going to be hosting this really in-depth, nearly graduate level style business bootcamp. We're not teaching you how to take the photos. We're teaching you how to build a sustainable, profitable, valuable business centered around real estate photography. And like you said, with weddings and events sort of uh, on the back burner of these days, this is a great opportunity to start putting your camera to use during the week that is doesn't take an MBA to do. And if you just focus on efficiency and building the right systems so you can process these orders without having to spend three or four hours on each one, that's where you'll find the real success. And I'm really excited about it because there's so much business out there. A lot of people ask me, why are you doing this? You're creating competitors. And I think the more people out there, the better the real estate industry is. And there's just so much business out there. Anywhere there's a house for sale, there's a need for a real estate photographer. 
It's awesome. Dale, you, uh, you just said such a great thing uh, that it's obvious, but I just wanted to reiterate it. I love the, the idea of putting your camera to work during the weekdays. And I know family and portrait photographers are doing that, but for the weekend warrior wedding photographers, mm-hmm. um, it's just such a great opportunity to bring in um, you know, a couple hundred, hundred extra bucks uh, uh, during the week. Um, yeah, it's, it's awesome. Daryl, thank you so much. Appreciate you coming on the show. This was um, fun. Yeah, Thanks. Man. Yeah, of course. Excited for for your new endeavor too, with with focusing in on the business side of things for the real estate uh, market. Certainly needed. Cool. Thanks for having me. This is great. I, I really do appreciate it. Of course, Daryl. You guys, thank you for listening. I, I hope that this um, gave you guys some some other ideas, some ways to to generate um, some more revenue. Whether or not you decide uh, to just you know pick up a few extra gigs uh, during a week, or or you you discover that, man, maybe this is a great opportunity for you to go all in on on a different avenue of using your craft, using your talent, your skill, um, flexing some some of your uh, your business uh, muscles as well, and um, and developing a real estate photography studio. Um, I, I hope that this is impactful for you guys. Listen, um, thank you again uh, for tuning in. I can't wait uh, to connect with you guys in the mastermind group. If I don't see you in the mastermind group, well, then uh, you'll go ahead and just listen to me <laughs> on the next episode of the Six Figure Photography Podcast. Bye, everyone. Bye.